Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the 143. This is episode 88, like your boy CD Lamb. This is under review, coming at you live. Yes, it is. We are finally at episode 88, and we are super excited. We have a lot to discuss today. So week let's two. just go ahead and get week into it. Week two action, stat of the week, brought to you by Andrews Logistics. Um, this is something we said we were going to do every week, so I decided to do it with the stat of the week okay. just to highlight our boy Justin Fields, whose career record as a starter is now a whopping 5-22 and 22 with an 0-2 start to the 2023 NFL season. Um, the hype machine following the Bears this offseason was crazy. We've talked about it. And we, we knew they weren't like that. We knew he wasn't like that. And uh, his, his record is now 5-22, and 22, which, uh, Nick, that's not a very good record to have. I would say as a starting quarterback, no. Not even, uh, not even close to 500. I mean, 500 is not even great. You want to have a winning record, and he's not even close. And also, you're supposed to be better this year, right? Like, you've... Supposedly, you have been given these offensive weapons, but I'm not seeing it so far this year. And it's not like they've really played some insanely good teams. I mean, they played the Packers week one, who were struggling. They're they're decent, but they're dealing with a new quarterback in the system. Uh, He's not new, but a new QB1. Um, And then they played the Buccaneers this last week, who really. Well, they had a chance against the Buccaneers. Aren't all that special? And he threw a pick six on the goal yes. line. Mm-hmm. So um, that was that was actually on him. Uh, you can't really make any more excuses for him. We've heard the O-line, the receivers. Um, it just looked like poor decision-making on Sunday. He doesn't see the field well. But we can, we'll can we get into that yes, here that's the more in a second. So your player of the week, I decided, you know, it's got to be Keenan Allen. He put up an incredibly productive week this week. He had eight catches for 111 yards and two touchdowns. Unfortunately, it was not enough for um, the Chargers to pull out the win. They ended up stalling out at the end of the fourth quarter. You know, they were driving down the field, got into the red zone, but ended up having to kick a field goal to send the game into OT, and then they would ultimately lose 27-24. to 24. So that was pretty heartbreaking for Chargers fans, but nonetheless, Keenan Allen had a productive day. We'll talk about them, too. Um, overall, week two showed some... So, another another big stat um, that I also could have used is in the last... I mean, in the Super Bowl era, teams that are 0-2, there's only been one team that's made it to the playoffs. Um, not in Super Bowl era. That's on me. It's in the last five years. But there's only been one team, and that's the Bengals from 2022, who started out 0-2 and made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So 0-2 is not a good place to be. You don't want to be 0-2 starting off the season. It just makes your playoff chances that much harder um, going into the rest of the season because, you know, uh, you're looking to be – I mean, you got to maybe have seven, eight losses max to maybe squeeze in. So you put yourself in a tight spot being 0-2. Uh, we're going to talk about all these teams. Biggest thing, AFC only has two undefeated teams. The NFC has seven. So right now the NFC is looking a lot better than the AFC, contrary to what everyone said coming into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about it. So, uh, Nick, kick us off wherever you want to go. Let's go. Well, um, let's just go ahead and throw out, you know, we like to talk about the Justin Fields stats. So let's just go ahead and get into it. That won't even take long. 211 yards. 
a touchdown and two interceptions. Completed 16 of his 29 passes, which is not great. Um, I think that shows no efficiency with the ball whatsoever. Um, Yep. Ultimately, it led to the loss when they they had they had the opportunity to win that game. Um, they did against a, I mean not a, a great very team in Tampa. Poor, a very poor defense, I would say. But um, that's where we'll start off is with Justin Fields. Just you know, not trying to dog the guy, but just eliminate the hype because there were some people at the yeah, beginning just, of the season that thought he would be in the MVP race. Which we we talked about as an as a no, and we said that it was absurd because it was absolutely absurd. And these are not MVP numbers. He's he should have if he was truly an MVP. I think he would have some great stats right now because he's played. I mean, he's proven he's definitely two not the very MVP. bad teams. He's proven that he's. I don't think he's after this season. They're probably going to move off of him if he doesn't. Uh, show himself on the other side. Tampa Bay looks a lot better than people gave them credit for at I the moment. So. Baker's looking good. Mike Evans is popping off. Yeah. Um. So good job to the Bucks for getting that win. Um. Thursday night game: Minnesota, Philadelphia. Um. Philadelphia does not look good. They don't look great. Minnesota gave them the game with handed four it turnovers. to them. Handed it to four them. turnovers. None of them were really Kirk's fault. Kirk Cousins' fault. Um. DeAndre Swift kind of ran over the Vikings. Defense and yet the Vikings only lost by six, so um, they should have lost by thirty, and they only lost by six. And that's not a tribute to the Vikings; that's a tribute to how badly the Eagles have been playing recently. Jalen Hurts looks like a shell of himself. He does not year. look very comfortable passing the ball, which or is running, which is good because what dominated, like Joseph said, was the run game. And so, obviously, what we're looking at as Cowboys fans mm-hmm. is how how can we benefit off this and so obviously you take away the ground game in deandre swift and i mean they're done they're they're done because they don't have a passing game. they could not pass the ball whatsoever i mean he had a couple big throws a couple big stuff. throws but you know they were Viking secondary <clears throat> is terrible our one of them was into double coverage like 40 yards downfield and i think our secondary has proven themselves to be a lot better than they were last year um, but it's looking good as a Cowboys as fan of, looking at the Eagles. You know how records don't always reflect how good the teams are. 2-0 and is not reflective of how good the Eagles actually are. Um, their defense, obviously their defense isn't like terrible, but their offense is not looking great. So we're not scared of them this year. Hopefully we can get the sweep on Philly this year. But um, Green Bay Atlanta. Um, that was a big game. Exciting game. Exciting game because we were with one of the biggest Falcons fans that is on the planet in Jake Vassar. Mm-hmm. He's been on the show. Um, one of the OGs. He was pumped. They got the win over Green Bay. Uh, Bijan Robinson, 124 rushing yards. Looking good. A lot of people are saying that he could carry them or he could carry the um, uh, the Falcons to a playoff spot. I mean... They're that, 2 and 0. That's a they very big 0. possibility. They're 2 and 0. We will see. They've got a 1 and 0 in the division. division. Yeah. Um except right now three of the teams are 2 and 0, but the division is not great. Um but congrats the Panthers, to them. Panthers obviously they look terrible. Um the Saints yeah. The Packers are what we thought they were. They're dealing with a new quarterback. I mean, it's going to take some time to adjust and they're not going to be as good as they have been in the past because they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Um 
So congrats to the Falcons and to Jake. Um, Vegas versus Buffalo. Uh, I mean, there's not much to not, say here. Not very interesting. I mean, the Bills just took control of that Which game. Which they should have. Because the Raiders are not a very good team. Not I mean, great. Jimmy G's not an amazing quarterback. He's solid in the right situation, but... Obviously, well, Buffalo needed a bounce back game because they lost to Zach All Las Wilson. Vegas has is Devontae Adams and, and Josh Jacobs. Josh Allen was turnover free this game. Um, so that was four a, against they the They just Jets needed to, week. you know, bounce back against the Jets because that was it was pretty pathetic to watch. It was very pathetic to watch them. Just lose. because they basically I mean Josh they Allen was the giving them the game with yeah. those INTs. Um Baltimore, Cincinnati. Baltimore won by three against Cincinnati. Joe Burrow uh, re-aggravated his hamstring. His calf. calf. It was calf. Um, so he's questionable for next week. Cincinnati falls to 0-2. Like I said before, they're the only team to start 0-2 in the last five years and make it to the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore goes to 2-0. and Baltimore doesn't look phenomenal, but the – Two teams they've played just haven't looked. I mean, they they won. They beat the Texans and they beat the Bengals. The who Bengals who have not looked like the Bengals. But then also, a lot of people are saying that they that the Bengals brought Joe Burrow back too early. Mm, probably saying that he didn't have enough rehab time for his calf, and so now he's reaggravated it. And so, I'm not sure what that means for them going into these next weeks because obviously he's he's had some poor play the last two you need joe burrow at 100 Mm percent and in the game to be successful in cincinnati i think they should have rested him week one definitely yeah Uh, i mean it didn't he had 80 passing yards so it wasn't like it made that much of a difference him being in the game um i think they should have sat him and obviously he re-aggravated it uh i don't know i don't know what to make of the ravens yet because their guys are like we said their core skill players are starting to fall to injury. Um, yep. Yep. Just like they normally do, but they're they've got a good defense, and it looks like they're probably going to win. The, I'm early early overreactions. They're probably going to win the AFC North right now. They're looking Cincinnati like the clear cut favorites. Back. Yeah. Uh, because this, I mean, we the Monday night game, Cleveland and Pittsburgh was atrocious on both this sides. It was a slop fest. It was not. Not great to watch. It wasn't even great to watch the Saints Panthers game either. A little yeah, we can knock the two South. Monday night games out of the way. Those were close games, but not fun to watch. They were sloppy. They were messy. Uh, <clears throat> Obviously, the biggest thing I believe was Nick Chubb going out with um, a season-ending injury, and that was yes, that's a huge loss. That was unfortunate. Cleveland. I mean, that was a brutal blow to his knee. And one thing I wasn't It's not for the faint of heart if you watch that injury. If happen. you watch like I I would not, pops I would back. not recommend, I wouldn't recommend going and watching, watching it. Injury. But it was a nasty one. I forgot that that actually happened to him back when he was at Georgia. Yes. With that same knee he hyperextended yep. it and towards MCL and his PCL. And yeah. Not his ACL. I'm not sure exactly what he did last last night they have on it, Monday they have night. They have not MR, disclosed the uh, MRI. But that's, that's just a brutal that's 80% loss. That's 80% of the Browns' offense that they just lost. Because, so. obviously, the offense runs through him. I'll say this before we move on. Deshaun Watson, you can't keep saying he's rusty. Deshaun Watson looks terrible right now. And if he doesn't get it together soon, Cleveland made a huge mistake in selling three first-round picks and giving away $230 million guaranteed to this guy. I mean, and I would say he's got, even with the loss of Nick Chubb, he's got some solid wide receiver tight end weapons i mean amari cooper is 
good. Elijah Moore is mm-hmm. good. I would say that Donovan Peoples-Jones is good. The backup running back put up 100 yards. David Njoku is still a he's a viable tight end option, but mm-hmm. there's no more excuses for Deshaun Watson. Okay, it's time for him to perform, or I don't know, or or just say that he's a bust. Yep. And then uh, on the Pittsburgh offensive side, obviously both of these defenses are phenomenal. Uh, but on the offensive side for Pittsburgh, they got a people want. Steelers fans want them to fire their offensive coordinator, and I would have to say that that might be the, the move to make because, <coughs> excuse me, the last few years they have not been great offensively. I would agree. Um, Kenny Pitt is not all that impressive. He's not looked great this season. Obviously, George Pickens looks incredible. He put up over 100 yards and had a touchdown. Um They've not been, I mean, we haven't really seen anything from Pat Fryermuth. You know, he's supposed to be one of the better tight ends in the game. But these last two weeks, he's just, he's not been getting used is what I've seen. And I think if Pittsburgh wants to make that offense better, I think they got to use him a lot more. Obviously, they lost Deontay Johnson due to injury, which stinks because he was your wide receiver mm-hmm. one. And so having him and Pickens out there on the field at the same time was... Um, Good for it, just made your offense a little bit more dangerous. And then Najee Harris just does not look good whatsoever. Nope, he's, he's been, been ineffective. That um, Jalen Warren guy, who's their running back, too, he's looking just as good, if not better, than Najee Harris, which is not good if you're the running back one trying to keep your spot as running back. One. Yeah, so just overall, a messy game. Um, Pittsburgh took the win by four, but. It wasn't because of anything they did. It was just a huge defensive game, and that, um, yeah. New Orleans, Carolina, we need to really hit on that game. That was an NFC South battle, and it just showed how bad the division is. I would say right now Tampa's looking pretty good in that division um, based on what I've seen. With the other three teams, it's looking like uh, Tampa's the most complete team out of all of them, and mm-hmm. uh, Derek Carr needs to do better. Bryce Young, he has no protection. The Panthers are going to be bad again this year. Um, but those are the Monday night games. Not a great Monday night slate that they had. Um, Seattle, Detroit. The game was an exciting game. Went into overtime. Seattle won. Yep. Um, in overtime, yep. and uh, that was good for them. They needed a win. They were zero and one. And Detroit. I mean, they'll be fine. Both of these teams are pretty good, and they'll be fighting for one of the wild card spots. I'm sure. Um, and also, I mean, maybe even Detroit. Oh, maybe even, yeah, could Detroit possibly win that division i mean um, i'm pretty sure they're in the lead yeah it was looking we were talking about how it might be the vikings again but um vikings can't you know it was interesting last year i want to say the vikings were 11 and 0 in one score games and this year they're starting the season 0 and 2 in one score games so well, you can't a little just bit keep, of a different you can't narrative. Keep giving, getting to one score games, um, right? And it, the Lions looked a lot better than what I thought. I mean, Jared Goff yeah, they're looks looking, they're looking pretty good, really good. Obviously, Amon we, Ross, we're St. huge Brown. Dan Campbell fans here. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're rooting for him. Like if they win the division, I would I would be happy. I'd also be okay like with Kirk that. Cousins, but yeah, I love the Lions. Love what they're doing there. Uh, but unfortunately, they lost this week to Seattle. Um, in overtime, but they'll be fine for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers and Titans. Titans got the win in overtime. Chargers had the ball first, went three and out. Uh, the Chargers fall to zero and two, despite having one of the best. It's unfortunate offenses. because they have they have the tools and weapons to be they have the highest paid defense, incredibly successful. 
Yeah. They, um, and their head coach is supposed to be the defensive guru. guru. But it's looking like Brandon Staley might not be all that. I think he's not. I think he's the he's the problem. And, and then also, you know, at the end, the Chargers had the ball or had the opportunity to basically seal the game, essentially, right? Because they were driving down, and it was you score a touchdown, you basically win the game. Mm-hmm. But it was, or you get stopped, and you have to kick a field goal to yeah. send the game into overtime. And so, unfortunately for Justin Herbert, he was not clutch, and they end up having to kick the field goal. It goes into overtime to where they would ultimately lose. Yep, so uh, a lot of problems with the Chargers right now. they got to figure it out. Uh, the Titans are looking like they normally do, and they're probably not really going anywhere this season. But um, Chiefs-Jags was supposed to be this huge offensive battle, and it ended up being 17-9. I was 17 very nine. disappointed. I mean, it just, from top to bottom, it was not at all what people expected. Mm-hmm. It was not what I expected. I thought it was going to turn into a shootout between Trevor Lawrence and Patrick Mahomes, and... I thought that would have been obviously the, super the offenses, A lot of the offenses in the league are still pretty rusty because the starters didn't play in the preseason, so they're still figuring it out. And you can tell that these are two of those teams that are still figuring it out. Travis Kelsey played. Chris Jones played for the Chiefs. They got the win mm-hmm. um, by nine. But overall, messy game again. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did have three hundred five passing yards. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, kind of redeemed themselves a little bit. Um, caught caught some passes that they dropped the previous week and yep. lost the game. Yep. So. Yep. They got the win this week, which they needed on the road against Jacksonville. Um, Colts, Texans, not even an important game at all. But uh, something to note is... uh, Anthony Richardson Richardson. out with a concussion. Second straight game, he's left with an injury. Uh, That's not great for only playing two games in the NFL. He's showing that he's a little injury prone. So he's got to learn how to slide and He just has to learn how to protect himself. As a quarterback, that's your main job. Uh, even if you're he's a runner, shown that yeah, I was gonna say he's shown that he's a runner in this league. But obviously, with that, you know, as the quarterback, not as long. you're more prone to injuries if you're a runner. And so he's got to find ways to better protect himself. It's unfortunate because he looks really good. Obviously, despite that, the Colts won. But he I mean, he looks like he could be. The guy, possibly. Oh, yeah, he's looking good Colts, when he's on the field. But it's just, how can he stay on the field? Uh, but Gardner Minshew had a good game as well. Yeah. And uh, CJ right. Stroud had a good game, 384 passing yards. It's just he doesn't really have much of a defense or an O-line. Or, or an O-line. I mean, so he it's going to be re- it's rebuilding for both of these teams right now. So that's why it's not a huge game this season. But uh, these are kind of the young teams that are building up, and I think Houston will be better as the years go on, and so will the Colts. Um San Francisco, L.A. That was a big hyped-up game. Um, San Francisco got the win. McCaffrey rushed for 116. Um, got to give props to the Rams, though. Puka Nakua. Bet you yep. don't know who that is. He has been a breakout star the last two games, Nick. Um, Obviously, Cooper Cup stats. going down was... A big loss. That's a big loss. And people were kind of expecting be back that offense games. to... Stall out, you know, but Pukunaku and Tutu Atwell, both of them really stepped up. They both put up over 100 yards um, in week one, and then it was almost the same thing in week two. You know, they both put up 
incredible numbers, yeah. but unfortunately that 49ers offense just continues to dominate. They're just a well-oiled machine. Uh, nobody, I mean, Chris McCaffrey is, is looking really good, but Brock Purdy doesn't have a number one receiver. Uh, he changes every week. Sorry, Brandon Ayuk, fantasy owners, including myself. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's he, he's looking good. It's just a great uh, Kyle Shanahan coached offense. Um, Rams will be fine this season. They might, they will probably be fighting for a wild card spot. Everyone's expecting San Francisco to win that division. I mean, um, and no, they're looking like they will. They have a great so defense. That's a no-brainer. Their defense is locked down. Um, so uh, not as good as ours, obviously, but probably second well, obviously, in the NFL. Yeah. But uh, New York, Arizona, that was that was a letdown. Arizona, twenty to nothing at the half. Uh, New York just came roaring back, just and blowing it. Obviously, like everybody's praising the Giants now, like they uh, did, they just like beat the best team in the NFL. The Cardinals are arguably the worst, the worst team, team in, the NFL. in the league. I would agree that With the worst roster. The defense is not great. Um, they have Josh Dobbs. At quarterback, who looked great in the first half. Actually. Who looked, he did look great in the first half. But the Giants also have a terrible defense. But apparently. obviously, it all came to nothing. But people were trying to hype it up like the Giants are worth something. But it was they, their biggest comeback in franchise history. And uh, Daniel Jones threw for three twenty one. They did lose Saquon Barkley. Yes, that was a big thing. Another running back injury. Mm. So in the offseason when Nick and I were saying that running backs don't need to be paid because, because they're injury time, prone, I would say we were correct. And we've had about five to six big injuries in the first yeah. two yeah. two weeks to running backs. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say they're proving us right, unfortunately. Not that we're rooting for them to be injured, but this is why they don't get paid those big second contracts. Okay, um, Giants-Arizona, that really wasn't that important. Um uh, we will we'll talk about Dallas. We'll yeah, about Dallas. I mean, we just got to get there, you know, because there's there's a lot to say. Obviously, there's a lot to say. It's so easy to get super excited and you know get the whole narrative of it's our year. But we controlled the game yet again. That's what I was gonna say. We looked very good on offense. Obviously, big thing. Lots of field goals. Um, Didn't. I believe we had five. The second half, we weren't scoring as much um, touchdowns. We had five field goals, yes. Yeah. Um, only two touchdowns to account for. However, that game was decided from the first quarter. Um, it did not even look like the Jets had a chance. I don't think, even though we kicked five field goals, our offense was not playing with any urgency, nor did they need to. Well, because I was going to say... By the our defense by the fourth the quarter, you know it wasn't the offense didn't have to you know feel rushed to get the ball in the end yeah. zone. It was just kind of protect the ball, keep it, you know, drive down the field, and then just take whatever points mm-hmm. you can get out of yeah. that situation. But obviously, the big thing is Dak is still interception free. He is knock on wood. If you could hear that, um, he completed all 12 of his first 12 attempts. He started out the game 12 for 12, which is incredible. That as is a not normal for Dak. It is not normal. And he ended, a good defense. He ended the game 31 of 38 with 255 yards and two touchdowns. Obviously, like now that we've played the Jets and beat them pretty bad, everyone's saying that the Jets' defense isn't as good as they all thought. I was going to say— You don't want to give credit to Dallas, Because fine. they keep moving the goalpost, yes. right? The Giants was the same thing. With the Giants— 
you know, it was, oh, well, the Giants are actually bad. Even though at the beginning of the they season, had a great offense. they were talking about how they have a great offense, that their O-line was going to shut down um, our defensive front. And everyone was expecting the Giants to finally beat the Cowboys after years of getting smacked by us. And then we go out there and put 40 on them and give up none. And then they want to talk about how, oh, well, the Giants actually aren't that good. So the Jets come to town, right? And the Jets are supposed to have one of the best defenses out there. I mean... Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Nobody's expecting their offense to be as They like to talk about their star-studded cornerback duo in DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner when, I mean... Everyone was saying the Jets would cover the spread of nine points. I didn't Um, see that. that This was a 20-point win. And uh, I think it's safe to say we you own let, the state of New York. You let Dak dice you up for 255 and two tutties. So it's, you know, we shut down that whole stigma. But then it was like, oh, well, actually, you know, the Jets aren't playing to their to the best of their ability because without so Aaron Rodgers, they're going hanging into it up the game, for the season. Everyone was saying the Jets could still be a playoff team. Now after the game, everyone's saying that they're going to be fourth in the division. So um, we just don't get credit when we win. But we get lots of heat when we lose. That's just how it is being America's team. But honestly, I say keep doubting us, please, because we don't do well when we're expected to be at the top. So um, let's just keep looking at us like the underdogs. Uh, we've got a game against Arizona next week. Hopefully we can shut them down before focusing on some actual big What games. I was super happy about was our third down conversions. Mm-hmm. We were very efficient. We were. With the ball on third down. Again, against and a really good defense. Off the top of my head, I want to say there was only one three and out that we had that game. Yep. I mean, I can only think and it of it was one. after we were up. But the yeah, reason why I think that's so significant is because we. I feel like we had so many of those per game last year. We would have like three or four three and outs, which is really frustrating because it kills the game. It kills your momentum, and you want to give your t- your defense time um, to rest on the sidelines when they're giving you the ball as an offense. So, all in all, great game from Dallas again. It's really early in the season, but we're looking pretty good. Um, but I mean, there's obviously two things to consider. You know, um, the Jets had just played the Bills and Josh Allen and, and won. that week before Josh Allen threw for 236 yards a touchdown and three interceptions and Josh Allen is often talked about as 100% a top five QB yeah. in the league but some people would put him top three and Dak threw for more yards more touchdowns and less interceptions so I mean that's something to think about Right, he's looking good so far. Um, I don't think next week will be a test, but the following weeks. I mean, we've got a tough schedule, but we're looking good right now. Hopefully, our defense can keep playing at the level they've been playing at. Um, Denver, Washington, Denver. Russ doesn't look great. Um, they got some things to figure out there in Denver. Uh, if you're letting Sam Howell beat you on the other side with Washington, um, Miami, New England. Uh, the Dolphins took the win, as everyone expected. Yeah, Miami's looking good this year. Um, they look like the best team in the AFC as of right now. But um, that's all the games this week. Um, I think in the following weeks, we won't be able to get to all the games because there are storylines that are coming out of all these games Yes, now. absolutely. Um, as we get 
end of the season, there will be more on the line for certain teams and less on the line for other teams. So um, this will probably be the last week we hit all the games. But obviously, we're going to have to hit the Cowboys every week. But we will week talk about the Cowboys Because, you know, the, well, cause they're under the we'll most scrutiny we'll every single week. the big week. teams, the big games, and obviously the Cowboys mm-hmm. from here on out. Um, so after week two, you can start figuring a lot of stuff out. You know, yeah. trends and how teams actually are. So, I was going to say, after week three, week four, that's when you see if teams are actually good or if time. they're actually bad. It's crunch time. Right? Because you've had two weeks under your belt, right? There's no more rust. You're used to the speed of the game and the speed of the receivers and whatever and all that stuff. So by the time it hits week three, you should you should have figured things out. Week one and two basically can be kind of like, it counts, but it's preseason. Kind of everyone's yeah. still not. I mean, they didn't play in the preseason. They're shaking the rust off, uh, figuring things out. So week three, it starts getting starts getting uh, more like playoff importance mm-hmm. uh, because in the NFL, you know, you don't have as many games as the rest of the leagues, and so every game starts mattering. Every game a lot counts. More. Yeah, which is why obviously we think it's dumb that you know you kind of treat the first couple games as a preseason you know let your starters mm-hmm. ease back into it because every game essentially does matter yes because you got 18 weeks like we said 17 oh, oh games. two teams don't make it to the playoffs only one in the last five games. Exactly. exactly so if you're owing two there's a good chance that you're not making it to the playoffs um and i guess we'll leave you with you know that or i'm sorry the cowboys have outscored new york teams this year 70 to 10 so we, yeah we, we own, own new york the city of new york as Dallas Cowboys fans. And so. we play Buffalo later. Hopefully we'll beat them and we'll win the state. That is something great to think about. But nonetheless, here's we like to end our shows on under review. I've brought to you a quote from the Tom Brady. Mm, the GOAT. If you want to perform at the highest level, you have to prepare at the highest level mentally. And that's the truth. That's what we did this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we do it again next week against the Cardinals and smash them. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We'll see you next week with another episode of Under Review.